Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless, like a dog on a bone. We got gas in the tank to go all night. We got gas in the tank to go all night. Relentless, we don't walk alone. Relentless, it's time to get to work now. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and joining me each and every week is the namesake of the Dan Russo Show, Vineland Football's head coach, Dan Russo. How are you, coach? Doing great. Uh, how you doing? Doing as well as I can for a, a Friday afternoon uh, as we're recording this on a Friday, it'll be up for you guys as soon as possible as we get set for Vineland football hosting St. Augustine prep, but we're going to recap last week's game against mainland and then we'll get into tonight's action. But coach going back to last week, a 35, 25 loss to mainland. It seemed like the, you guys were in it though. It wasn't like you, you quit every single time, you know, mainland went and scored. You guys were battling back and it was a, a back and forth battle and they were just able to put more points on the board in the end. But what did you guys take away from that game last week against mainland? Yeah, the kids are working hard and the effort was there. It's just unfortunate, you know, it didn't reflect on the scoreboard. Um, but like you said, they didn't quit. They hung in there. They, they played, they played hard. You know, they have two really good players there with the quarterback and the running back. And it was just, you know, it's hard to stop them once that uh, running back got to the edge. You know, unfortunately, we didn't have an answer for that. And um, just got to keep working hard and getting better and get through it. And with a, a team like Mainland where it was kind of, you know, even across the board outside of, you know, their running attack and their quarterback and his physicality being able to run the ball as well as throw it deep when they needed to, what did you take away as a coaching staff from just the resiliency you guys showed? You guys never quit. You never, you know, threw in the towel when things got tough and you were fighting back until the very end. Yeah, you know, do your best to coach your kids up all week. And um, there were certain things that they didn't execute that was disappointing. Um, but that's between us, you know, the kids and the coaches. But we have to make sure that we're doing our jobs Nothing more, nothing less. Don't assume, you know, you're supposed to do something that the coaches don't tell you to do. Just do what your coaches say, you know, play your position, do your job, nothing more, nothing less, and uh, things will work out. Um, a couple times at uh, running back last week on outside, it should never happen. Um, but mistakes were made, and, you know, that's the result, and that's the difference between winning and losing and when you're playing really good teams that we do. So, you know, we're just going to do our best to keep uh, coaching the kids up and, you know, hopefully they'll learn from their mistakes and uh, that won't happen again. And I think one of the one of the bright spots from this game was this was the best we'd seen Anthony Arthur run the ball and get involved in the offense as well as he did against Mainland. Uh, what did you guys take away from his performance uh, last week against Mainland? Yeah, you know, we have a young offensive line and, you know, getting better each week. That's a good group of guys, and um, they're 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 hanging in there, doing their best. And you know, they made some more 
uh, running lanes for our, you know, our, our backs and uh, they utilized, you know, their speed and everything and made some plays for us. So yeah, you know, happy with, you know, Anthony obviously, and um, real, real happy with the uh, progress with the offensive line. We got to, I think we have three sophomores on the O-line and, you know, they're getting better every week and, you know, we're getting some guys healthy and some guys back. So hopefully, uh, you know, that'll help us. And I think one thing I took away too from Anthony being able to get in that open space and uh, the way you guys utilized him, he used him more in the past game last week as well. Is that something you guys want to try to do moving forward is using the running backs more in the passing game to open things up uh, when you can move the ball down the field to kind of keep the defenses honest against you? Yeah, you know, you got to take what the defense gives you. So if they're in a certain defense and we can utilize that little uh, you know, that bubble pass to them, then we will. Um, but like I said, depends what the defense gives you. And it's nice to have that as an option. And uh, he did a nice job. And then defensively, what did you guys take away? Um, obviously, mainland able to put up 35 points on you. You never want to give up that many points. But what were some things you guys keyed in on this week to kind of you know, bounce back and and key in on on things going up against a tough St. Augustine team this week, where you wanted to make some you know adjustments and fix some things defensively. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, um, big thing this week was just do you know know your role, you know, do your job, nothing more, nothing less, and just play your position. Don't play out of position because it hurt us last week, and if you do that this week, it's really going to hurt us because you're going up against the number one team in South Jersey. And like you said, number one team, they're coming into your home turf uh, for the start of a three-game stretch at home for you guys. What are some things you guys picked up on film this week and some things that you've been able to watch as the season's unfolded for St. Augustine that, you know, you see what they do well versus what you guys do well and how you want to key in on certain matchups tonight? Yeah, well, they're like an all-star team. They get the best kid from every town, so that's what you're dealing with. And, um, you know, our kids are going to play hard and, you know, compete and uh, play start to finish and, you know, stay positive throughout the game and just uh, keep getting better. It's been a while since you guys have played St. Augustine, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, we were supposed to play them last year, but I think they were shut down. Something happened there with all the stuff going on last year. And then, you know, we played them, I want to say Pacheco's junior or senior year. And um, that the last time we played, it was like a town. It was a it was a, it was a good game. And from this team, you know, like you said, they're kind of like an all star team. What are you guys looking for tonight, going up against them? Kind of using this as a litmus test, view where you guys are, you know, in all three phases of the game, going up against this prep team. Nah, just continue to get better. Um, you know, uh, play hard. Um, execute obviously always want to execute on all three phases so um you know like you said it'll be a be a big crowd tonight the local team here and um i'm sure a lot of their fans will be there as well and uh it'll be a good environment and um you know that's why you gotta play the game um but like i said the kids have worked extremely hard this week so have the coaches and um you know we're gonna go out there and give it our best shot what has the uh you know, just the the vibe around the team been this week. Obviously, you never want to, you know, go into to big games or any game coming off a loss, but what has kind of been the mood and the aura around the team this week 
as you guys prepared for the prep, you know, through film session, through practice, uh, weight room and everything, what's the, uh, the overall team environment been like? Yeah, the kids are hanging in there. You know, we've lost some close ones and um, they know we're knocking on the door and, and we have a lot of football left. So we're going to continue to work hard, um, give the prep everything we got tonight and, um, you know, keep playing violent football. The kids have done a great job this week. Uh, we've had uh, everyone at practice, obviously, everybody's healthy and uh, everyone's participating in everything we've had. So, you know, we'll be prepared and. We're going to go in there and give it our best shot. You know, knock on all types of wood here, but how nice is it being that you're in mid-October and relatively everybody on this team is is healthy for the most part? Yeah, you know, um, do our best to keep kids going one way, one side of the ball. And that helps because, um, you know, going both ways is kind of brutal, especially with some of the teams we're playing. So I think that um, – plays a big part in it. So we try to manage that the best we can as a staff. And I feel like we do a fairly good job, especially with the linemen, because um, it's not easy to do, you know, playing both sides of the ball. So we'll continue to manage that. And, um, you know, we, we, we have a uh, weightlifting schedule in season that Coach Smith has developed, and it helps as well, keeping the kids, you know, in good shape. And, you know, their recovery lift will be tomorrow, right away after the, you know, the morning after the game. So, we do our best to keep the kids, uh, you know, ready to go and healthy. Is there a, a difference in preparation knowing that you're going to be at home versus road games and kind of having that, you know, familiarity factor of how well, you know, you guys play at home, how much, you know, the intensity kind of drives up when you guys are able to play at home in front of your home fans. What's the, you know, preparation like knowing that, you know, Friday night, we're going to be able to suit up at home for the next three weeks and not have to get on a bus, not have to travel. What's that preparation schedule kind of like? Yeah, I'd say it's more relaxed. Um, it's a little bit of a stressor um, thinking about logistics as far as, you know, hauling all those kids and coaches on the buses. And, you know, as everyone knows, it, it's been a tough year with the bus, with bus um shortages as far as drivers and things like that but i have to uh commend our our bus our transportation department they've done a great job you know they've uh, been on time they've had plenty of buses and drivers for us so it's it's been working out but you know like i said it's it's easier for us just to have the kids meet us at Gatone now that's what we do so again they can go home with their family so that, we like that atmosphere better and, you know, the familiarity factor of just the field in itself, you guys have been able to practice there as well and kind of switched up your your practice schedule over the years where you've been able to install practices at Catone where you guys are, are playing games to give you kind of that atmosphere of, you know, knowing the atmosphere of where you're playing. How much do you think that plays a factor in just, you know, being comfortable out there on game day and not, uh, you know, having to go in with a kind of a, a question mark of what the field is going to be like? Yeah, like you said, it's always it's what I, you know, it says uh, home field advantage, right? So it's always nice to play at home, and um, you know, we're going to use that to our advantage tonight, and you know, hopefully, we can put in a full four quarters and play uh, mistake-free football and go out there and give them a great game. And you know, we've talked about it with some of these road games, like a mainland, like a Lenape, where you know they have that tough home crowd environment. St. Augustine is notorious for having those Richland Rowdies travel, whether, you know, it's a, an hour away or right down the street to Vineland. 
how much, you know, goes into letting these guys know you just got to block out the noise. Like, you know, you can't go into this knowing that, you know, even though you're at home, there's going to be, you know, a ton of fans there that travel well and you just got to, you know, dial in and focus on what's going on on the field and not worry about the stuff going on around you. Yeah, you got to just tune it out. You just got to focus in that gridiron place and play football. And um, the kids have been doing a great job of that. Um, we've had, like you said, some really uh, enthusiastic fans at these um, away games. They even like all dress, have some type of theme all the time, it seems. And um, the kids are into it. It's nice that, uh, you know, football's back and, you know, Friday night football's back and all these kids are allowed to attend the games. And I feel like, um, you know, last year was a tough year. You know, people weren't allowed to attend. It was um, capped at a certain number. But this year, letting all the fans in, I think everybody's real excited to be back in the swing of um, Friday night football. And, you know, to like we said, it's, this is the start of three straight games at home to kind of wrap out, you know, the, the regular season schedule before the, the one away game on Thanksgiving. But to we talked about, you know, just the, the familiar factor uh, you know, for the game day, but, you know, just knowing throughout your constant routine of the day, when these kids are at school, they know like, Hey, I don't have to, you know, worry about, you know, being here and, and kind of micromanaging their schedule to know that they got to, you know, be on the road. They got, they got to get to a bus at a certain time. It's like, okay, we can just kind of, you know, be in a routine. I can go to school and I'm going to be playing right in my backyard. Yeah. It helps. They can, um, you know, bus home or drive home, whatever they do. And then, get a small meal before they head over to Gatone and then we have some, you know, snacks and things for them. They can relax and get ready. And, you know, it's not as stressful. 100%. And, uh, you know, there's been some, some changes throughout the season with guys, you know, moving to offense to kind of open things up, uh, you know, with some of the weapons on offense, most notably Deshaun Winchester. What have you seen from him again, another week, you know, playing wide receiver and, and kind of being that speed guy on the outside opposite James Hitchens Jr. Yeah, he's uh, he's contributing to the offense. He does a nice job. He's, he's a two-way player, and um, he's helped uh, because, like you said, there's a dual threat. Now you have um, Winchester and Hitchens on, you know, opposite sides, and, um, you know, we're doing our best to, uh, you know, get the ball in their hands. And when you talk about getting the ball in – somebody's hands james hitchens jr if the ball is thrown his way nine times out of ten he's using those big basketball hands and uh his rebounding abilities to go up and get that ball what have you seen from him now you know halfway through the season of playing football using that basketball background to you know go up and make those contested catches and using you know some of the best hands i've seen in a long time from a south jersey wide receiver yeah no doubt. it's all about progress and um, he's getting better every week He's got a great attitude. Um, he's just a great kid, and he's and he's very talented. And you know, he's working hard in the classroom too. So he keeps it up. He's gonna he's gonna have some really good opportunities uh, by the time he's done playing football at Vineland. But I'm real happy he made a decision to play football because, as you know, I recruited him from the basketball team, and um, it's working out. He, and he's real happy. And you know, he's a great kid. I'm happy for him. And he seems like he's having fun out there too. Every time he's able to go out there makes a big catch, you know, has a big play. He he seems genuinely excited that he's been able to, you know, be out there and, and contribute for this team. Yeah, he's got a great attitude. Um, he checks all the boxes, in my opinion, and um, he's going to continue to get better. And, 
real excited about, you know, him being in our program. And, you know, halfway through the season, halfway assessment, what have you seen so far uh, that you've liked and that you want to see improved from uh, your freshman quarterback? Yeah, you know, he's uh, he's done a really good job. I get compliments from the opposing coaches all the time. And they're like, wow, your son's really advanced. And I said, yeah, he's been playing a long time. And, you know, he is advanced. And um, he's doing a great job. Um, he's going to continue to get better. Um, I was real happy with his play the other night. He um, made some nice plays. And um, not only throwing the ball, but he's able to, able to use his legs as well. So he's going to continue to get better. Um, Offense is going to continue to get better, and you know, hopefully, we can turn this thing around and get some some uh, wins here, getting the right side of that column. You know, so um, as I mentioned, we've been close in some games. We've been very competitive, but we've come up a little short. So, you know, we're looking to we're looking to win some games here. So that's that's our goal. And you know, what have you seen uh, as a staff? You know, from the defense this year as a unit, individual players. Uh, halfway through as we get set for Friday Night Lights tonight. Um, defensively, what are some things that you've seen that you guys have really liked progressively as the season's gone on? And what are some things, you know, down this next three-game stretch that you want to see the defense really lock in and key on to uh, improve their play as a unit? Yeah, the biggest thing I'd say is I just would like to see some more consistency. Um, we can't have mental breakdowns. We can't just um, do our own thing. We have to... Um, you know, follow Coach Smith's uh, lead. He's our defensive coordinator, and, and and do what Coach says. You can't do your own thing or it's not going to work out. And, unfortunately, some things – we've had some mental breakdowns and some things that uh, have hurt us, and we have to uh, eliminate those things and, um, you know, be more consistent, uh, be, you know, mentally tough as a unit, listen to Coach Smith, and, um, you know, just swarm to the ball. And – um don't assume someone's going down. Make sure you're wrapping up, making sure you're tackling the you know the ball carrier, the receiver, whoever, and uh, just uh, finishing plays. And, you know, you guys had uh, Nazai Tatum back after the bye week, and I think that opened things up defensively for, like we said a couple weeks ago, the guy who we've called his name the most in the booth this year is Billy Davis. He just continues to make tackles, continues to make plays, we mentioned his name on the broadcast a couple times last week. How big of a contributor has he been to kind of be that not as talked about linebacker heading into the season, but he's made a name for himself this year and he's been able to make some key plays, some key stops for you guys and just be an all world defender at that linebacker position. Yeah. Linebackers are, um, you know, they're hanging in there. Um, Emmanuel has made tremendous strides 56 for us our defensive end i'm real proud of him he's another basketball player we got out playing football he's he's done a tremendous job he led the team last week in tackles from what i saw in our stats i think he had over 10 and watching the film you know i was real happy with his play he's um he's dedicated himself to the weight room he's gotten stronger he's another student does real well in the classroom and uh, he's gonna have a lot a lot of opportunities as well he's got a great attitude and um you know, he's doing an excellent job for us on that D-line, and um, it's been fun to watch. Uh, back at home, it's a it's a look good, feel good, play good podcast, as everybody knows. 
Uh, what's the the jersey combo heading into the first of three home games? Yeah, you know, we're going to go with our traditional red and gray. So we'll have our red jerseys um, and our gray pants and then the red and gray helmets. So I think it's might be the first time we're wearing. I'm not sure because the kids like the black pants, but I want to go with the gray pants, change it up a little bit. So it's going to be a hot night. It'll, be, it'll help them, you know, with the, uh, with the weather and uh, be a good look for us. Love a good classic look. And as we always do, uh, we wrap out talking about some of the alumni across the board. Have you been able to talk to any of the guys and uh, watch any of the the games they've been able to play in over the past week? You know, I text um, you know Pacheco and and Pal all the time. You know, we're in contact, and um, they got a big one this week. So hopefully, they can uh, get back in the winning column as well. Because I think at this point, I think they're three and three. So hopefully, they can get a couple more wins here and get into a bowl game. It should be great for them. And um, it seems like it's a very winnable game, but it's going to be tough playing at Northwestern. So. You know, we got to um, keep supporting them, and hopefully they can uh, get a big win for Rutgers. And um, it's been fun to watch both of them. Tyreen with a big uh, fumble recovery last week against Michigan State as well that kind of made its way around the internet. Yeah, it's great. I'm happy for him. He's doing a great job, and um, he's just going to keep getting better as well. And as you know, he eligibility-wise, he's only a freshman, so he has plenty of, um, plenty of time at Rutgers to develop and, you know, be part of that um, rebuild with Coach Chiano and then hopefully on to playing on Sunday. So we'll keep monitoring him and supporting him. And, you know, and obviously Pacheco, you know what he's doing. So I can say enough good things about him. Very proud of him. You know, heading into tonight, like we said, it's a, it's a big time litmus test playing against the prep. They're five and one. Um, what are your, your thoughts heading into tonight from your perspective and, what you want to see your team go out and do tonight uh, in a tough home game? Biggest thing is just, you know, eliminate these mental mistakes and be more consistent on, you know, in every uh, phase of the game. We just can't have um, these mental breakdowns and taking plays off and things like that. Just stay focused and don't worry about the outside noise. Just, you know, play with a night gridiron and, you know, play as a team and, um, Go out there and, and do the best you can. That's all that matters. You know, obviously you like to win on a scoreboard, but you also want to make sure your kids are giving all they have. And I, I have to give them credit. Um, they always give us everything they have, and they will tonight as well. So we're looking to um, improve as far as being more consistent and eliminating mistakes. So it should be a good one. Friday night lights, 6 p.m. kickoff between the St. Augustine Prep Hermits and the Vineland High School Fighting Clan. You guys can catch it on uh, the YouTube, Vinyl Public Schools YouTube for the broadcast with myself and Rich Scarpa. And uh, also you can come out to the game because it's going to be at home. It's going to be a good one. And uh, be sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with everything going on with Vineland football and our alumni. It's at VinelandFB on Twitter and at UndergroundPHI on Twitter. Also check out the Red and Gray Gridiron Group Facebook page because a ton of updates go out on there. You can check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed. It's just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on your favorite podcast app, and if it is Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating or review to let us know you're supporting the show. But uh, Vineland, St. Augustine, it should be a good one. And uh, until next week, this has been the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.
Just a kid from the neighborhood Where our kids from a neighborhood Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the red 